Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Hello, progressors. Before we launch into this episode, I have to tell you this. I need your help. And I'm going to take this rare opportunity to ask for it. For almost two and a half years, I have showed up every week, if not twice a week, to share messages that I am passionate about, progress over perfection. And I know that this matters to you because you keep showing up too. And we have built a fantastic community together. I want this podcast to grow this year in exponential ways. And in order for that to happen, I need your help in two ways. The first is to share. Sharing truly is caring, especially for us podcasts. I cannot overestimate how important word of mouth is for this show. Whether that's in person, over texting or emailing or on social media, If an episode stands out for you or you have an aha moment or you know of someone who needs to listen to it, share it as often as you can. And thank you for doing so. The second way you can help me and the show and our community is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. They're one and the same. That's the one that's most important in terms of the show growing. I have gotten to the point that we have had enough listeners that if even 1% of the people who have listened to the show left a rating and review, we would have thousands upon thousands of those. Right now, we're a little over 500, which is still such a fantastic number, but we need those numbers to reflect more of who is showing up here. If you haven't done so yet, hop onto your phone or iTunes and leave me that rating and review on that purple app. And you can borrow a friend's if you don't have an iPhone. I'd be so grateful for that. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to be here every week plus and to be a part of what I think is an amazing worldwide mission of people growing where it really, really counts. 
Today, you are listening to episode 157 with Jean-Till Livingston, Why Busy is Not Best. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I am here to guide you toward living the life you want. Each week, you'll hear interviews and teachings on how to balance self-development with self-acceptance. Listen in and join our community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. If you've been around here at all, you might have heard one of my big pet peeves is when you ask someone, how are you doing? And they say, oh, I'm so busy. Now, <laughs> let me just say, I have so much compassion for all of us because we are busy. And the reason that's a pet peeve for me is because of that fact. I don't think there are very many people on this earth who are not busy. There are times and seasons, of course, where life is way more hectic than normal, and I totally understand that too. But today we are going to be speaking to the people who believe being busy is a badge of honor. In fact, being busy is how they fulfill uh, their own worth and broadcast their importance without necessarily meaning to. My guest today is Jonta Livingston, and she is one of those people who fell into that trap of thinking that the more she did, the better she was as a woman. And Jontil is actually one of my clients in the Progress Program. She's going to share about how she even fell into that. It wasn't um, an expected thing for her to find the program, um, but it was. this is one of the biggest transformations I've seen in someone. And so I asked if she would be on to talk about how she learned that simplifying her life actually made her life more whole and that anchoring into the value that she really has inside of her absent of her successes and her many to-do lists and her really cramped schedule was what freed her to actually enjoy the life she was building. And before we start our interview, it is time for the doors to be open for my progress program. Whether or not you are interested in that, I know this episode will serve you. So just know this is not a big advertisement for that but it, the doors are also open right now. So you can go to my website aboutprogress.com slash progress program to apply. And I would love to have you in my very small group growth coaching for women. Let's dive into who John Teal is. She is a business mom, a business mom. She's a businesswoman and a mom to three beautiful children. And yeah, her life was capital busy for a very long time. I'm John Till Livingston. I live in Lehigh, Utah. I am the co-founder of Prevalent PR and Marketing. I have three busy girls, very busy girls, which makes me a busy mom. And I work from home, so kind of hectic at times, but I'm learning to um, pretty much balance that, balance the life of uh, being a wife, a mom, and a working, uh, a working mom. Good. Okay, so Jantil, what did it look like for you to be out of balance before? Ooh, out of balance. I seriously felt like, especially I would say a few months ago, before I started the progress program, um, I felt like a zombie. Hmm. Um, I felt like I was constantly reaching for the sense of happiness or the, um, I guess you could say that perfect life. Um, I was, I overplanned. If you looked in my, um, drawers, my, um, nightstand drawers, you'd find 
papers of lists, to-do lists. And, but at the same time, I would continually add more things to my schedule, um, trying to fill this uh, uh, sense of fulfillment. I, I thought I was being fulfilled by adding more to my life, but all it was doing was making me tired and um, easily agitated and just not present. Mm-hmm. And it kind of felt all over the place. And I used to use the term all the time of, oh, I'm just crazy. I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, friends and when people would find out like, oh, you have uh, two jobs and three busy kids and your husband's an attorney. Oh, man, like your life, you know, sounds so busy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm just crazy. And I, I learned that, yeah, at that time, I probably was a little crazy. And now I feel this sense of just, I, I look at life a lot differently now. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel so much lighter in my life now. That's amazing. And not that things are perfect. <laughs> things no. are not perfect. But I am tackling life very differently. Mm-hmm. Very different. And for you, what's interesting is... You becoming more balanced meant simplifying because before the trap you seemed to be falling into was more is better. So the more I do, the better I am. So how did you realize, whoa, this needs to change? I think after I added um, a third job yeah. <laughs> to my busy life, um, I, and also, you know, to be real, um, for the first time in my life, I allowed myself to be vulnerable and I was working on your video, mm-hmm. uh, um, video and questions in the beginning. It said, do you feel lost? Do you feel overwhelmed with the sense to be, um, I'm, I'm not going to quote exact, but the sense to be perfect and, and all that. And as I'm doing this video, I was like, yes, yes, mm-hmm. I feel these things. I feel lost. I feel overwhelmed. And um, I just needed a change. You know, mm-hmm. it was screaming out to me that, hey, you need a change in your life. And so um, I just remember calling you as I'm trying to finish up um, your video and yeah. telling you, like, you know what? I'm, I have this beautiful video for you. I'm going to have it to you. I promise. And by the way, I need your program. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that was the first, because I just, I think most people that meet me, they think that I'm just put together. Mm-hmm. Life is good. Yeah, I'm busy, but I got it handled. And guess what? I did not have it handled. I was mm-hmm. losing control. I had no control over my life Yeah, at all. Yeah. So what did that look like for you? Like, what did it look like to have no control because you were overcomplicating, you know, your daily life? Yeah, I think it was just, because uh, I think on the outside, I think I made it look like I had control. And even to myself, I think I was fooling myself mm-hmm. that I was under control. But when I would be by myself, I was just, overwhelmed and just mm-hmm. so unhappy and depressed and but I never let anybody know that yeah um I would just you know you kind of like uh go in your closet for a little bit you have a moment 
you shake it off and you just go with your day and you just keep going. And every day just felt the same. That's what it felt like. Every day is the same. But the funny thing about that is even though every day was the same, I wasn't present. I just wasn't um, enjoying my life. And I'm sure my kids could see that, um, but they never really eh, expressed it. Um, Occasionally, I guess maybe they'd say things like, you know, they want to play with their mom or can we do this? And um, I think maybe they got used to a busy mom too, which is is sad because I don't want them. I don't want to feel like I'm missing out or that they can't come to me and just, be with their mom. Well, you recognize this, like you recognize that it was time to shift because the trap we talked about you falling into is more is better, but it was also this projection of who you wanted to appear to be to others. Someone who has it together, someone who is so busy, has everything in a row, is the top of her game in every way. But what you're describing is internally, that was not the case. There was a cycle of an attachment of unhappiness, of overwhelming, um, of overwhelm, just so many things there. When we worked through our program, we kind of got more to the heart about what that was about for you, like where that really came from. And for you, what did you learn was it was coming from for you, this need to measure at such a high standard? I think it came from Obviously, um, I think one is not feeling enough and also learning at a young age that the activities that you do, the, um, the classes that you take, they are a, um, they basically reflect on who you're going to be or who you're going to become. And I think that, um, that really just started at a really young age. I mean, I look back at my college career instead of enjoying college and just taking the simple, say six classes, I would take eight classes and I would take classes at the university, then take more at the community college just Mm -hmm. to um, make myself look like, Oh, you know, I'm this scholar or, Hey, she's finishing college um, fast. And when I, and my grades suffered and I was stressed out, I was, you know, probably not eating right, not sleeping well. I definitely developed a lot of bad habits that as a actual adult, I'm learning to, um, to kind of get rid of it. The mm-hmm. fact that uh, my sleeping habits are, are horrible and still working on that, but trying to go to bed at at least 1030 instead of one o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and learning to shut my, my brain off. But these are things that I learned growing up was um, quantity is, is better, you know, than sometimes the, the quality that you give out, mm-hmm. you know, having more, having more and doing more is uh, makes you successful. And yeah. that's not the case. Mm-hmm. It's not the case. And so many buy into that lie, Jean-Tierre. Like so many believe that doing more means they are more. And as yeah. you've lived out, that's not true. It led you to a place of not feeling like yourself and feeling in control, right. trying to look so much in control. So this whole month mm-hmm. we've been talking about habits with um, mm-hmm. different guests. And the the people I'm worried about listening to are people who were like the old me and even the recent old you who 
want to change everything all at once and add on more habits to their plate in an attempt to better themselves. And I want you to share how you working on the quality of your life meant simplifying your habits, simplifying your routines, and really getting to the heart of what makes a happy, productive, whole life for you instead of a a life built off of more. Right. I think what, you know, because I feel like every week I have, I create new goals for myself um, just so that I don't fall back into these old habits. Mm-hmm. And I write down my to-do list, but I don't feel bad anymore if I don't finish everything. Because yeah. like I said, I'm not, I'm still not perfect. I'll never be perfect, but mm-hmm. I just feel a bit more of a balance and I've learned to say it's okay if I don't um if if I don't finish things it's okay if hey I went to bed with uh dishes in the sink you know mm-hmm. I used to be the type that everything had to be perfect um I asked I now ask for help everybody yes. in the house they mm-hmm. now help I I definitely was the type that would just handle it myself and then just kind of go to bed and be um, irritated at everybody, including my children. Yeah. And now I, you know, I'm trying to get everybody on board and to take care of their home because this isn't just my home. Yeah. This is our family's home. And, you know, it's, it's, it's things like that, even with work. I'm taking out the unnecessary things and I'm finishing, um, especially the tasks that are the most important. I finish those first. I'm just learning to um, prioritize, prioritize um, mm-hmm. my my schedule and my life. And hey, at three o'clock when all my when my kids are all home, they have me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't do work and the kids. I make sure that they're good. I make sure that their schoolwork is done. And then once I know that they're fine, then I get back into work if I need to. But I'm learning to just. Like I said, look at life a lot differently um, and look at what is important Mm -hmm. and not feel bad when, um, I don't want to say fail, but when, when I'm just like. I think you're saying it right. I mean, basically you've allowed yourself to be human, right? Like you're like, hey, I'm allowed to be human (laughs) and not have it all right. You know, and I, I don't know if I could say it, like on the spiritual side, I feel sure. now, I think at times, there were times where I felt um, almost like where I'm letting, you know, God down, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't feel that way because I don't feel like that's how he is. Mm-hmm. I feel like now, I feel like I'm getting this pat on the back all the time that says, Jantel, you are doing okay. You're doing good. Just keep it going. Just keep it yeah. going. Do what you can, you know, do what you image. can today. Yeah. It, oh, there is yeah. such a different, I mean, your whole voice sounds different than it did. Yeah. I, you know, I, yeah. Like yeah. Even back in October. So I'm just going to sum that up for people. What you said, I feel like you started with your mindset, just shifting how you viewed yourself and knowing that yeah. your worth doesn't come from what you produce. Um, nope. You asked for help. You asked asked people to step up more. You slowed down majorly. You started to say no. And ultimately, though, I see this element of choice 
Gentile. This choice to live the life that you wanted and the way you needed and in the, in the moment. And I, oh, yeah. it's so freeing. It just seems like it's such a freeing way to live. It is free. And it's changed many aspects of my life. Like I didn't think going into the program that it would change even the way that I am financially. I look, I uh-huh. went into the program um, thinking, okay, it's going to help me maybe be a bit more organized or um, maybe just, you know, slow down. But even the way my spending, I'm not this impulse um, spender anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't spend when I'm stressed. I just, I don't do that anymore. One Thursday, well, one meeting that we had mm-hmm. on a Thursday where we talked about who do you want to be in a year? And one of the things I said was, I want to be financially responsible. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we, we were directed to do was think, think um, what that person would be doing right now. You know, so if I'm a financially, pers- a financially responsible person, what would a financially responsible person be doing at this moment? Would yes. they be blind spending? No, they're not. Hmm. They are, they were looking at their money and, and also they're asking themselves, well, why do you feel the need to, to buy these things? And my problem was at the time I wasn't selling enough. So I would go shopping to, um, continue on this persona and not so much. So people would look at me and say, oh my gosh, she bought a new outfit. No, it was more of the look of being put together. Yeah. And I'm learning, I've learned that. I don't need to be put together for anybody and I don't need to spend money to make myself feel enough. Yeah. I think it was primarily that latter part for you too. It's just, and the same for me, we've talked about how we have the same issue here. It's like the more frantic I am with my life, the more the bad habits creep up the, which are the avoidant habits, like online shopping or emotionally eating or watching things that are a waste of time. When we are trying to hide from our humanness so much, it's going to come and announce itself in some ways that are not really helpful, like your, your credit card bill, you know? And I love that you were talking about this is still a choice though. Like being a financially responsible person means that you're looking at your money from a different place, a place of responsibility and ownership and love and gratitude instead of restriction and forbidden and guilt, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's just this control that I feel like I have back in my Mm -hmm. life. Yes. Yeah, that's 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 some of the things we covered too. It's just like there's a lot of numbing behavior. It looks different for everyone. And for you often it was over planning. You talked about that earlier on. When you were um so let's talk about a way of preventing on making growth that you know you want and need to do. And your way was overthinking, over planning. So talk about what that used to look like for you and how it's different now. As I mentioned before I would over plan by having dozens of to-do lists and Mm -hmm. I would, a lot of times I would not execute what I would write down. I'd spend so much time planning and writing lists that I'd never actually get to complete any of these tasks. And basically I'd have just a list, a list of of to-do lists. I didn't realize that I was over planning. Um, I didn't realize that I was overthinking. You know, it's mm-hmm. probably why I had headaches all the time. Cause 
I was constantly just overthinking things, like things so simple as, oh, um, I want to start working out. Well, I can't work out yet because I haven't come up with a complete plan yeah, of what I'm going to do. Uh-huh. You know, it's just, and even um, with the food, it was just always over planning. And so what I've learned and um, the concept that I've, I'm trying or that I'm still working on um, applying into my life is the concept of uh, ready, fire, aim. Mm-hmm. And that concept of, you know, instead of just sitting there and writing it all down, it's like, look, you have an idea. Okay, you got that idea. Get up. And just try it. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to work out, get up, try to work out. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't work for me. Life gets busy and I don't get to work out. That's okay. You know, I'm just, I'm learning that it's okay. You know, um, I, I feel like that's been my model lately is it's okay. Try again. That is so good, Gentile. Um, So for you, I want to know. How have you changed the most since you participated in the program and what life is looking like for you now? And that includes the mess. Like, what are you still kind of working on? And, you know, because it's not, nothing is ever going to be perfect. So let's start though with the, what has shifted and what are you continuing to work on now? Okay. Well, I think what has shifted is first, I really do feel a sense of, uh, it's just a different light that I feel, mm-hmm. um, I felt so heavy, um, the last few months, just, uh, it's, it's almost like this dark cloud. Most people, maybe, maybe people knew, I don't know, but I just know how I felt inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt so overwhelmed and just tired all the time, tired. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that shift was, I think, even that first word of hearing that you're enough. Um, hearing that just started lifting that burden, the burden of trying to be this perfect mom, trying to be this perfect wife, having the perfect home, um, just knowing that I was doing okay and that I was enough was what I, I think I needed to hear um, all this time. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm not, I'm not perfect mm-hmm. and I'm still working on it, but I just, I feel more alive. That's a, a, a lot. Um, like with moms, working uh, moms, we feel guilty. We feel like we don't have enough time for our kids. We don't have enough time for ourselves and our husbands. And um, I'm starting to um, feel like, yeah, like it's okay. It's okay if um, some things have to be put aside to be with your family. It's mm-hmm. okay. Um, there's there's tomorrow, and I think sometimes in society we're told like you you know tomorrow's not guaranteed. Tomorrow's not guaranteed, but hey, you know what? You you have to be present. You have to um, show your family that um, that you're here for them. You know, it's, I don't know, it's kind of this cycle of um, of trying to rush things and not being here in the moment and, you know, and trying to slow down. But at the same time, it's like, oh, if you slow down, then, you know, are you missing out? Like, it's, uh, it's I think that's something that I'm still working on, sure. of not feeling, um, 
like I'm missing out on things the just FOMO. because I'm doing other things. Yeah. You know, sometimes when you're not doing everything, you feel like, oh, shoot, well, if I don't participate in this, then I'm, I'm missing out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm, I'm still working on that. Like you still don't have to participate in in everything. You okay. don't have to say yes to everything. Yeah. I'm glad you'd own that struggle because I think what I yeah. would say to that is if you're grappling with that, then you're still doing okay. Mm-hmm. Like if you're trying yeah. to make sure your priorities are still in line and you're worrying about missing out mm-hmm. in one way or another, there will always be yeah. a ball or two dropped. You just get to mm-hmm. decide which one that will be at that time. So nothing will ever be perfectly balanced and you'll always miss something, whether that's something with your kids and family or something with your home management or something with your work or something with serving others, there will always be something dropped, but you get to decide, you get to decide in that day and that time what that's going to be. Oh yeah. And I feel like right now my focus has been mostly on family and because um, I feel every day, I just feel this sense of you're okay. You know, you focus on your family, you focus on um, your personal growth. And while you're doing that, your light shines and other people can see that. And I feel like um, I'm able to touch other people by continuing to work on myself and my family. And I don't, I guess I, that sense of feeling guilty by not doing enough at church and all that, that's gone for me. Oh, that's so wonderful. No. And I love how you described yeah. all of that. Um, so, John Teal, I'm going mm-hmm. to I'm going to force you to just share a little <laughs> bit about your business before I let you go. Because okay. I do think people need to know what amazing work you do for someone who is Thank working you. on you know, creating their small business or taking their hobby into yeah. a business or wanting to advance their bigger business. Tell, tell them what you yeah. do. Okay. So first I'll, I'll say the reason why I started the company was I've been working for Gladys Knight for over 15 years as her communications director. Mm-hmm. And I wanted something for myself because yeah. there's no guarantee, you know, how long, um, she'll be performing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lord has definitely blessed her, um, yeah. you know, this long. And so I wanted something to call my own. Yeah. I actually just met Katie um, uh, at church, and yeah. I just felt this sense to ask her if mm. she would like to um, go on this journey with me and start this PR and marketing firm with me. And it's been a great journey thus far. And our motto is let them see you. And what we do is we help companies and we help individuals um, increase their visibility through um, public relations and through marketing. Uh, We do brand videos that you can see on social media um, and on websites. And in 20 seconds, you can explain a whole company in that one video, just with music and just with um, with images. And I yes. love how you can do that with videos. It's it's uh, I love the way that you can touch somebody. You know, I felt that myself. Like, here I am creating I this video. For about, okay. Yes, it just, just the music and the words and um, just uh, the images that I put in there moved me. Mm-hmm. And I hope that people also were moved by um, by that video and, and other videos that I've um, that we have done. Yeah, I've had many and people so, tell me that actually. They're like, "Hey, where'd you get that video made? Like, it was so good." And what I loved about it is 
yeah, like you totally translated what the program is. But also when you first told me, like, I want to do this program, I thought you were just being nice. <laughs> you know, like, oh, that's so kind of you. But it's like, you, that's what you're good at. You're good at getting to the heart of what a business is. I really do dive into these different clients and um, because as I understand who they are, I can better um, connect them to their audience. Beautiful. And that's what it's all about. That's, you know, back to let them see you, you know. Good. All right. Well, that was fantastic. All right, Gentile, that's it for us today. Do you have any parting words? Well, I want to say first thank you to the About uh, Progress program. It definitely has changed me. My family uh, sees the change in me. Um, I think this mm -hmm. is the most awake I've been. Yeah. And I think, um, I hope other people will look into this program. And if, the, if, it's, if it's not this program, just kind of look at themselves and know that they're enough. Yes, that's and what that, I hope so, too. Know, that's the one. Yes, that, that you're enough. Beautiful. Well, I'm so grateful to know you. Thank you so much, John Till, for being one of my first clients and just, you know, making the most out of this experience we had together. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants you needed to grow and progress in your life. Want to take your learning to a whole new level? There are three ways. The first is to print off this month's free printable to help track your progress on the theme at hand. You can find that on my website aboutprogress.com free. The second way is to join our free and private Facebook group called Work in Progress. I've linked to that in the show notes. There you can receive community, inspiration, and accountability. And lastly, you can share your voice and your words on this show, literally. Our last episode of each month will feature members of this growth-driven community. Here you will share ways that you have worked on your own progress related to the theme. You can share tips that you would like other listeners to know or even funny stories to help them feel better. Don't be shy. You do have something of value to offer this community. You can find out how to contribute your voice or your words by going to my website aboutprogress.com click on podcast and then click on be on the show. I'll see you next time. And until then, remember life is about progress, not perfection. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.